Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Hello and welcome to the Wolfpacker Signing Day Show. My name is Ethan McDowell. I am your host and I am joined as I am every week by Noah Fleischman. Today is a very special day. It is the day, to be honest, our site spends all year preparing for. It is early signing day. And man, Noah, what a great early signing day it was for NC State football. Uh, They went into the day with um, 23 commits, committed for the 2024 class. All 23 of those commits signed, and they added a flip. Um, that would be Keenan Jackson um, from Weddington High, a you know, dynamic 6'3", outside receiver. Really good player, someone the staff really valued and is very, very excited to add to the class here. So that was a big win, big signing day win, not to mention you know who you're, who you're flipping them from, Noah. You're flipping them from UNC. So big moment for the Wolfpack there. And, um, you know, now here we are, you're in a spot where you have, you know, most of your class together and you already have, you know, an impressive transfer portal bunch and you're certainly not done yet there. We'll tease that. But today's going to be all about signing day, all about the uh, 2024 class. And um, Noah, I just wanted to get your initial thoughts. This is your first signing day with us. Um, How how did how do you think this all went? What was your experience like um, covering National Signing Day? 
this morning? Yeah, you know, it's relatively uneventful, you know, other than, you know, NC State didn't lose a commitment, you know, through this through today, which I think is really big, showing that they can, you know, keep everybody that was verbally committed. Um, it's a good sign. They did flip, you know, Keenan Jackson. I'm sure we'll talk about that as well. Uh, but overall, I think it went really well for NC State. 24 guys signed their names to the paper today, and uh, 18 of them will show up in January. I think that's a big number, and, and it's going to be, think, you know, help keep the momentum that they have now rolling by the time they get to, to 2024. Yeah, and you mentioned momentum, and momentum is such a funny thing in recruiting where, you know, that it, it kind of – it just sometimes it takes the snowball to get rolling, and, man, it is – it's an avalanche right now for NC State. They are really on a tear in the recruiting sphere right now. They're doing some good stuff there. And, um, and you know, we have the pleasure today. We, we have a stacked visit, um, guest list today. It's pretty elite. Um, just so everyone knows the schedule for this episode. Um, so it's going to be me and Noah talking for a few more minutes. But um, don't go anywhere because we have Jonathan Paler, four-star wide receiver signee coming up. And then it's Duke Scott. Terrell Anderson, Cannon Lewis, Wyatt Wright, Charles Power. He's on threes. I'm director of scouting and rankings. So if you have any uh, questions for Charles, um, you can drop those in the chat. Um, Asad Brown, Justin Terrell, Christian Zachary, and then former editor of the Wolfpacker, Matt Carter. So it's going to be um, a packed show. It's really a different guest every 10 minutes from now until um, about 6:20. So it's really exciting. Going to be a good show and. Um, for those of you that don't know, we're both writers for thewolfpacker.com. That's NC State site on the On3 network. Um, right now, we have a signing day sale. It's only uh, it's, ha- it's half off to join for you know, a year of access. Um, really the best deal we pretty much run all year. So go check it out um, on thewolfpacker.com. But um, you know, before we welcome Jonathan Paler to the show, show Noah, I wanted to talk about um, Keenan Jackson, the huge news. Um, it kind of, you know, you kind of heard the rumblings last night, right? You, you heard the rumblings. Oh, yeah, I'm, there might be a flip here. You start asking around, and then Keenan Jackson decommits from UNC, and then that you start to connect the dots there, right? No, and which is what a huge addition he is to this class. It was already, I'd say, a pretty excellent wide receiver class, and this and Keenan joining the class makes it elite. Um, to be honest, I've seen him live in uh, two games at this point, plus a seven-on-seven tournament. And he has really dominated every single time I've seen him play. Um, Out of the five wide receiver signees, in terms of just solely off of the in-person opportunities I've gotten to watch, he's maybe the most impressive wide receiver I've seen um, in this class. So very, very excited to have him, um, you know, come into Raleigh. He'll be here in January also. So he'll be, he'll he'll be getting right to work. And, um, um, for, for those of you who you know, watched the state championships in Carter-Finley Stadium um, a couple weeks ago, um, you know, Keenan dominated. He, he had um, two touchdowns in the 4A state championship for Weddington. Um, and if you go and look at those highlights, they weren't just any touchdowns. They were um, some highlight real plays. So he's someone that I, I know, like, on three has him in, like, the 40s in North Carolina. Um me personally, I have him way higher than that. Um, I, I know I think at least one recruiting service has him as a four-star guy, and I think that's a lot, a, a lot closer. I think he should be a borderline four-star level prospect in him. He's a good player. He's going to be huge for this class. Um, Noah, what was your um, just can be Keenan Jackson related. It can be um, you know to any of the other twenty-three signees. 
Um, what was your biggest um, positive takeaway from the day? It might be Keenan Jackson. You know, we talked to Dave Doran today about it, and he mentioned, you know, when Keenan Jackson was at NC State for a seven-on-seven tournament, you know, he looked at the coaches and said, we need to find a way to get him here. And turns out, you know, day of signing day, they found a way to get him here. And, you know, Dave Doran talked about how that may have played an impact, but also he played a state championship game at Carter-Finley Stadium, you know, a couple of weeks ago, and, and he really thought that played a part. It might not do it, but, you know, when you, you kind of envision yourself playing there and then – you actually play there. It's a little bit different than just, you know, walking on an empty field and thinking like, okay, I could play here, but actually playing a game there maybe makes people realize, you know, this is a place for me. So I thought that was a cool, cool note to see. And he's a good guy to to bring in. Um, Obviously, you know, I think NC state, anytime they can flip a Carolina recruit, they'll do it. Yeah. And and especially when it's a quality, a quality receiver like him. Absolutely. And yeah, yeah, you mentioned the playing in the state championship game, playing a role. Um, I mean, I talked to him today and he said it did. Uh, he, he said that when he ran out of that tunnel, it was just a certain type of feeling where he was like, uh, yeah, I, I want this more than um, once every other year, like he would have been getting it at um, if, if he went to UNC. So, yeah, big opportunity for him. Um, he, he's an, another tall receiver to add to that group of um, Terrell Anderson, um, Christian Zachary, and, um, of course, um, Keenan Jackson, where, you know, there's playing time available at the outside receiver spot, but now there's just a ton of competition. It is going to be really fascinating to see how that all works out. And um, just to see how, um, you know, who emerges in spring practice, I think it's going to be one of the most fascinating spring practices ever because no, I know you were writing up the list um, at, at right before we got on this call is 18 of the 24 signees are enrolling in January um, yeah, that, that's a trend that's been developing over the past couple couple of um, years here where they're, they're bringing in a lot of their signing class in January. And it's, it, it pays dividends. I mean, you look at KC Concepcion, he comes in, he comes in in January, emerges in spring practice, and he's starting day one, right? So um, bringing in guys in January is huge. Um, one notable guy that isn't is Jonathan Paler. We're going to talk to him in a few minutes. Because he is, um, he's actually going to be a two-sport athlete at um, NC State. So, um, he and he wanted to finish his high school track career. So that's what he'll be doing this winter and spring. But he'll be here in the summer, and he signed today. So, um, don't worry, he is in the class officially. Um, but yeah, no, you mentioned Dave's Dorn's uh, uh, press conference today, and uh, you know we basically went through every position group. I think we talked about at least twenty of the commits with him. Um, I, I thought it was. The main thing that stood out to me was, um, and we're going to talk to Duke Scott of later in the show. Um, he said that if Duke Scott, he's a three-star running back from um, Stockbridge, Georgia. He said if Duke Scott was on um, was on the team right right now, he w- he would have been getting carries um, earlier in the year when the running back room was banged up. I, I thought that was really cool. Um, you know, yeah, Coach Door was super willing to provide some really interesting insight. Um, Noah, before we um sort of get started with our guests here in a couple minutes. Um, did, what were your kind of takeaways from, um, you know, sitting down for uh, half an hour with Coach Doran and just talking about the 2024 class? He's super excited about what they have, and I think every coach will be excited on signing day, you know, when you get the guys you want. Uh, but, you know, I thought he really spent a lot of time talking about how to balance the transfer portal and high school recruiting and how NC State hangs its hat on developing players, and they're still going to do that. I mean, they signed 24 players today. 
you've seen colleges around the country not signing as big of classes. Some some teams really rely on the portal. He kind of views the portal as, you know, a stopping, you know, a little gap, right? If there's a gap between a position group where there's a senior and a freshman, well, you got to find a sophomore or junior to kind of mix in there. Other than that, they're they're going full on on high school recruiting. And it's worked for NC State for, you know, forever. And they're, they're still sticking with it. And I think it works. And again, when you when you have this many guys signing in early period, I think it's a good sign. And he also talked about the junior college recruiting and how that's important. And he thinks that other programs around the country are kind of, you know, not doing it right. When the portal is yeah. right there, you don't have to go and, and find the junior college kids. So he looks at that as, you know, you're getting quality players that, you know, have earned a spot on a power five team. And, and they signed to today with, with Dante Daniels and Wyatt Wright, who I think I'm really excited to see both of them on the field next year. Yeah. I, I thought um, the Juco point was interesting and something he t- touched on last year as well. It's where they do feel like they've um, kind of recognized like a place that's, you know, with the focus on the transfer portal, schools are going away from, um, you know, talking to um, the, the JUCO kids. And, and they were able to get, you know, Red Hibbler, you know, day one contributor, instant impact guy. Um, Bishop Fitzgerald, same thing, you know, comes in and makes a clear impact early. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about it. It's going to be cool to see him. Um, you know, the two Juco guys uh, making plays. And, you know, you talk about Wyatt. He's another guy we're going to talk to later in the show. But, um, man, if you haven't watched his highlights, uh, uh, we'll watch some of them in the show. But, um, man, he, he he flies around the field. He makes a ton of plays. And, um, you know, fast guy, um, hard-hitting linebacker. who He's going to be um, really, really good in um, the Tony Gibson defense. And, uh, yeah, kind of going off of, like, the instant impact guys, Noah. Um you know, right before we turn over to our guests here, um, I want to get one instant impact guy. Um, one guy you think could make an impact from game one of next year that I'm um, signed today. I think I'll take the easy one and go with the guy that's about to come on in a few minutes with Jonathan Paler. I mean, you know, Dave Dorn talked about it a couple of times that the, what they did with Kevin Concepcion this year is literally what he can do really well. And it's going to take some of the load off of, of KC, you know, not saying KC's not going to do that. I think, you know, you're always going to use every player you can, you know, to the best of their abilities, but it kind of takes that load where he doesn't need to have, you know, 10, 11 carries a game. He does, he can kind of take a little bit of a load off and let him, you know, go downfield a little bit more. So it'll be interesting, but I think Jonathan Paylor is definitely that, that top, you know, instant impact guy that signed today. Yeah. I mean, he's the clear answer offensively, right? You can put him in pretty much, um, any situation, any role in the offense, and he's going to be able to thrive in it. Heck, you could have him as a return specialist next year, and I think he would do great. So um, it's going to be really interesting to see how it works out there. And, um, you know, it's someone that I think has flown under the radar a little bit here, but um, I'm going to go with Duke Scott. I I think, um, you know, he didn't have – a super long recruitment because he committed to NC state so early. So I don't think there was the, as much fanfare around his commitment, but man, uh, no, he's, um, he's a dang good player. He was basically scoring like three touchdowns per game for um, the back half of the season last year. So it was really impressive. And I, I was, um, I, I was pretty blown away with his highlights this year and um, he's not the biggest back, but um, it's really hard to catch him. I think he's going to be a really, really good player at NC state. And, um, and he was someone that he was super, super high on the, uh, the Wolfpack's board here. So um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. 
Um, we're just waiting on Jonathan Paler here. For um, he, he just texted me that he is going to be able to join the show shortly. Um, so but in, until he gets here, um, Noah, let, let's talk a little bit about uh, the class ranking. Because right now, NC State's kind of on the verge of making history here. It, you look at it, and um, right now the class is ranked 29th in the country. I believe that is tied for Dave Dorn's highest-ranked class. And um, rating-wise, it is the highest-rated class um, by a decent margin here. So, you know, fifth in the ACC, it, it's just a very, very solid group. Um, oh, it's dropped down to 30th now, but, you know, still, that is a great, great class. Um, and, yeah, very excited to see ha- how they all do once they get to campus. Um and hold on, trying trying to get Jonathan Paler in the um, the show here. But um, yeah, a, another interesting part of the commit list is it's 33 percent in state. It's actually not as high as um, most uh, classes under Dave Dorn have been. And he talked about that in the press conference today about how it's kind of stretched farther, um, you know, the as it's gone on. And um, and all right. All right, I think we have Jonathan Paler on the call now. So Noah, I'm gonna say bye to you, and I think we're gonna bring um, bring the man everyone wants to talk to onto the screen. If that sounds good, that sounds great. All right, all right. Our next guest needs no introduction. He is the second highest ranked member of NC State's 2024 class. He's the number. 155 player in the country, according to On3's industry rankings. He is an Under Armour All-American. He racked up like over uh, on 169 carries this year. He had, let's pull it up, 2,378 rushing yards and 30 touchdowns, um, you know, 381 more receiving yards. He had a huge year. He's one of the best players in the country, and he is signed with the Wolfpack as of today. Jonathan Paler, welcome to the show. What's up, Ethan? <laughs> how's it how's it going, man? How was your signing day? It was it was fun. Um I had fun just to um just really just to sit down and think on how my life is gonna change for the best. Um overall, just to really just realize, okay, this is the next step in in, in my life. So pretty much I had fun though. Yeah, and did you have a signing day ceremony or anything at your school? Yeah, I had a, I had a, like a little one, not 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 too big though. Like a couple of family members came, a couple of family and friends came. Uh, we took pictures and everything, but overall, it wasn't too big. Awesome. And that, did you get to talk to uh, um, Coach Joker or any of the staff today when um when you made things official? Oh yeah, they they, they I, I called them <laughs> once I woke up and they was expecting a call. So I talked to Coach Dorn and Coach Joker, so we're good on that. Yeah, I did. Awesome. And um, just kind of what are the emotions going through your head right now? What has you excited about joining Wolfpack Nation and, um, you know, getting to campus in a few months here? Overall, um, what really got me excited just to really get down and just go through this grind with the guys, like starting this 5 a.m. workouts. Like, that's the things I'm looking forward to do. Like, a lot of people don't really like it. But for me, I think this is the type of thing that builds men. This is the type of player, this type of thing that create chemistry. Um, overall, I just, I really can't wait to like the days where we're grinding and pushing each other and everything like that. But overall, I really can't get to get, get to the city of Raleigh. Like y'all have a lot to offer. Y'all have a lot of things to do. That's one thing that I have learned. Raleigh never sleeps. 
So like, that's that's one thing I, I really love about the city. But overall, just to really get down there and have some fun, um, and really just get my degree. To be honest. Absolutely. Have you picked your major yet? Yes, sir. I think um, I, it's exercise science, but I'm, I'm probably going to change it when I get there. I'm like, okay. Oh, like Sounds good. And um, I guess just uh, I wanted to ask you about the big news today. Um, Keenan Jackson flipping mm -hmm. to the Wolfpack. You know, I, I know you guys know each other because I'm sure you've been on a ton of visits at the same time to different schools. Um, yes, sir. Just, you know, when, when did you learn that um he was going to be your teammate and uh, kind of how excited did that make you? Um, for me, I'm I'm like when it comes to recruiting, I'm once I'm locked in a school, then I started to get competitive, and then I started to be like, okay, this is who I want to play with, and I'm gonna do what all costed to get them. So like it came down to like where I knew, like once I once I realized like how much how how much success he had during that game. Uh, in the state championship game, and it realized that he had that in that game. I was like, okay, he's starting to get a feeling of what NC State could be like, playing in that field, getting that feeling. But and then I was like, okay, either I was gonna get, either I was gonna flip Alex, or I was gonna flip Ken. That's how I feel. <laughs> That's how I feel. It was gonna be one of the two, because I knew we had Terrell, and now we needed another outside receiver also. Because and and we also have Christian too. So mm -hmm. Christian's already a part of it too. So, but all overall, like. Once I knew Keenan was officially coming over, I told him, I said, great choice. You know, um, I hope you really come over here and do your thing. Uh, let's just really get down here and see how he is as a person. Because like, I know how he is on the football field, but overall, I want to see how he is as a person overall. Definitely. And um, so you're not enrolling early. You're, no. you're enrolling in the summer. So yes, just um, for the viewers, just outline what's the uh, what's the next, you know, six months or so looking like for you? Um, you you're still running track, right? Yes, sir. Um, I'll be running track and outdoor. Um, so I'm trying to win, I'm gonna win state championships in that. Um, and then after that, it'll be summer. So then I'll just be hitting it real hard, coming in, coming in, um, coming in in shape and everything like that. So I'm trying to get all the top little bases, try to get my name around here and there. So like right now, I finished up the Shrine Bowl because that's like one of those all-time games that everybody goes to around yeah. Alamance County. So I've been there, and now I'll be headed to Florida the 29th. Uh, all all American games, so which I I can't wait to get down there. So I think it's gonna be fun. Yeah, that's a pretty prestigious honor, man. Are, are you are you um what are you looking forward to about getting down there and you know competing against uh you know a bunch of the top prospects in the country? Oh yeah, for me um I'm gonna get down there and do a lot of smack talking. You know how that goes. <laughs> uh yeah, because I know a lot of those top guys are going to like probably rival schools, schools in ACC, school in SEC. But overall, just really get down there as you said. Just get down there and to like um just to network uh network compete and see how these guys actually play see if i can get a feeling of what type of um coverage i'll be going against in um in college football overall I like that because i know these coaches gonna put our real defense in front of us and these guys can play so really just really get down there and showcase my talent before i head to state absolutely and um you know one question to wrap up here um I i'm gonna ask every commit that come or signee at this point that comes on the show uh, one teammate, it can be a, another commit. It can be someone already on the Wolfpack. Who are you really looking forward to, you know, hitting the field with um, and, you know, getting to play with on Saturday? One? Or a couple. It can be a few. Oh, I was like, oh, one is kind of crazy, but I know several. Like, I have um, Casey, of course. I have um, 
Juice, of course, um, those two guys are already in the system. Casey and Juice, those guys I really want to play with to see how they are. Um, I can't wait to CJ to come. I can't wait to him throwing me. Um, I'm really looking forward for the new quarterback that just came out of Coastal to see how he is also because I know he'll be there when I get there. Um, a lot of people trail. Um, you have uh, – it's a kid from out of Florida to play the Edgewater. I forgot his name. But I think Joshua Alexander. Yeah. Him also, mm -hmm. like a lot of guys, I have a lot of guys I have in mind. I just want to bond with and see how they are on the field and everything like that. But those those are a few. Awesome. Well, well Jonathan, I know um, the Wolfpack fans are excited to see you. They were um, very psyched to see your letter of intent come in this morning. And, um, yeah, good luck with everything this winter and into track season. And, um, you know, looking forward to see you making plays next fall. Yes, sir. <laughs> Appreciate you having me. All right. Have a good one. All right. All right, folks. Our next guest, we're going to bring him onto the stage right now, is Duke Scott, three-star running back out of Stockbridge, Georgia. Um, one of the best backs in Georgia. Had a um, pretty absurd senior year this year. Um, I'll pull up his stats here, but um, you you look it up. It's 237 carries, um, 2,482 yards. Um, 39 touchdowns and then another score um, receiving as well. Um, he is Stockbridge's all-time leader in, in career rushing yards and touchdowns. And um, now, as of this morning, he's signed with the Wolfpack. Duke, how's it going, man? Everything's going good. How's it going with yourself? Good, good. It's been a while since we've talked, man. Um, so last time we spoke, uh, it was before you went on this kind of unreal run where um, you were scoring, I, I think it was two to three touchdowns per game, every single game, hitting 200 yards every week. I just want to hear about your senior year, man. How has it been? Oh, it's been great. You know, those guys up front, they did, you know, it was their senior year for most of us, and those guys up front, they did their thing. So there was this holes to run through, and I just hit it. Yeah, and I know health is a big part of part of this year for you as well. You You missed part of last season, didn't get to – you know, maybe do as much as you wanted to. This year, um, you were healthy and it showed on the field. Did it feel like you had something to prove when you were out there, um, you know, getting to play all you know, 15 games or however many you played? Yes, sir. It, it did a little bit, just knowing, like, some of the seasons, like if I was fully healthy or if I got to play a little bit, especially, like, sophomore year, I think we missed the playoffs, just knowing, like, if I was healthy, we would have been a little bit further. So, it, it just it felt like a chip on my shoulder, and I tried to carry it and just just use that to propel me to the next level. Absolutely. And you were one of the first commits in this class, and you've seen it grow into, you know, one of the uh, best classes in program history at, at this point. Um, what has that experience been like? Um, I'm sure you've been doing some recruiting as well. Just what has that experience been like to uh, see this class grow into what it has become? Oh, it's great. Just knowing the guys that like are locked in and committed and like, you know, just bought into the coaching staff and the program, it's just great to see overall. Absolutely. And what are you looking forward to about um getting down to Raleigh in January? Uh, I'm looking forward to work. Just just get get acclimated quickly and and try to perform the best I can. Get a spot. So I'm looking forward to just starting the next the next level and trying to trying to progress my legacy. Absolutely. And what are you going to be focusing on? What, what does Duke Scott need to improve before next fall so you are ready to make an instant impact on the field? I would say 
the weakest part of my game right now is pass pro, but I think I've been strong with that. I, I've gotten strong with it throughout the season for high school and off season. You know, of course, working to get there, I've still been developing that. And that would be the main thing I would want to work on. And do you have any like personal goals for for your freshman season? Do you have anything you want to accomplish team wise or um, personal wise for your first year in Raleigh? Personally, my goal, my main goal is just to not let, you know, the college life, like, I guess, overwhelm me. So the main thing would just be like acclimating to college and just getting used to it, get the feel of everything for right now. Of course, on the field, my main goal is just to get on the field and perform the best I can. So what's your connection like with Coach Goble these days? I know he, um, he, him and the rest of the staff made you such a huge priority earlier in the cycle. And we've talked about that at length before, but um, just how has that relationship continued to grow and evolve as um, you know, you've been one of the longest tenured commits in this class. It's still great. I talk to coach Goble at least once a day and, you know, we just keep in touch. He asks me like, he just checks up on me and all that good stuff. Just making sure that, you know, we're just keeping a good relationship and building that up until I get on campus. Absolutely. And I don't know if you saw today, but um, we were just at Dave Doran's press conference and um, he was talking about you and had some really great things to say. He even said that if you were on the roster this fall, you would probably be playing right now. So did you see that? And um, if so, what does that mean to you that um, the coach has that much you know, faith in you, confidence in you before you've even stepped on campus? It, it feels great just knowing that like they believe in me and that I have a chance. And I just got, I just got to use that that opportunity to develop and be the guy they're looking for. Absolutely, and um, you know, Robert and I's offense is um so unique. He uses players in so many different ways. Um, from what you've seen, where do you see yourself kind of fitting into the offense? And um, you know, what, which, what are you looking forward to about being a part of that scheme? I believe I believe I can fit in just being a a, a three down back, being versatile in any down, any situation. So that's really the main thing I'm looking forward to in the offense and just, just trying to work my way in and get playing time somehow, some way. Awesome. And, um, you know, if you had the pick, because I, I, I saw, you know, we, we logged your stats every single week and you had some huge games this season. What is the game you are the most proud of from this year? I would definitely say our fourth round matchup against a uh, Benedict team. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just a, a lot of emotions with that game. Um, they were the two-time defending state champs. They knocked us out last year, and it was a rough game for us. They sent our seniors home. So just just being out, like able to come out and just punch them in the mouth how we did, it's just I feel like it's a statement to, to the program that we have at Stockbridge and the team we had this year. Yeah, I saw they were in North Carolina to play a team in Charlotte earlier this year, and I saw them play, and um, it was a good defense, and you guys were able to have quite a bit of success against that um, unit. So um, yes, that, that was pretty pretty cool. And you got the chance to play in um, you know the Mercedes-Benz um, Superdome and get that whole experience in Atlanta. I know it didn't end the way you want to, wanted it to, but um, uh, that still had to be a memorable experience, right? Yes, sir, for sure. Do, what was um you know cool about that experience getting to kind of play in the state championship game and um stuff like that? The, the coolest part was just like the dome and the lights, like the whole environment was just it was so crazy to be into, like just experience that for the first time. And I do think that's the reason why some some of our players didn't perform like you know to the best they have, just 
being a little starstruck by everything going on. But just just being in the dome, period, being where, you know, NFL guys are all the time, it was just a crazy sight to be in. Absolutely. And, um, you know, kind of looking forward here. You get on campus in January. Do you know what day you're what, – what's your move-in day? Do you know yet? Yes, sir. My move-in day is January 4th. Okay, so really only a couple weeks here. Um, when you get down there and, you know, you – get through winter workouts and start spring practice. Who are you looking forward to taking the field with? And, uh, you know, who are you looking forward to, you know, sharing the field and competing with in spring practice and into the fall? Shoot, I'm looking forward to work with all those guys, all of our commits, all of our signees and all that good stuff. Just just seeing how they work, seeing how, like, you know, the difference in states, may like how, how it changes and how the players play, like, amongst that. Cool. All right, Duke, that's, um, you know, we won't keep you any longer here, but I really appreciate you joining the show. Um, safe travels up to Raleigh when you move up here in a couple of weeks. And uh, yeah, good, good luck with everything. We'll see you at spring practice. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. You too. Bye. All right, folks. Our next guest is, you know, maybe the, or he is the highest ranked commit in the class. Um, he is a four-star prospect out of Grimsley High School, um, offers from just about everybody, and um, we're going to bring him to the stage right now. Um, Terrell Anderson, welcome to the show. Well, I appreciate it. How's it going? How was your signing day been? Uh, good. Signing day was good. Uh, I enjoyed all the love that I got from uh, the fans and stuff, but, yeah, it was good, though. And, you know, you got to experience that when you committed. Obviously, people were very excited about that. Um, but um, it, it seemed like it, it was pretty much like the same reception. When when, when your letter of intent came in, it was like a, uh, people were pretty psyched about it. Um, what did that mean to you to see Wolfpack Nation get that excited about you joining the program? Uh, it means a lot because, you know, if you really know me, um, I, I don't like being on camera for real like i don't like doing interviews and stuff like that so like all this the media and stuff that they was putting out there i was just like i don't know it was it was kind of weird but you know i i don't i don't say no too much but um yeah just seeing the fans um turn up because i did see them turn they were they was going crazy my instagram was going crazy <laughs> but yeah that meant a lot though uh yeah i know i know how the fans get like on my other podcast i forgot i was going from my school uh, they asked me, um, like, what sold me to come to NC State? And I was telling them the fans, the atmosphere, stuff like that. Just, yeah. Yeah, and, um, hey, I, I've got a uh, question in the chat for you from Steve. Um, he, he wanted to ask if um, you and Casey are going to make a run at um, Tory Holt stats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I already told – that's, that's crazy because I was texting Tory Holt, like, Four days ago, uh, we were talking about that, man. I told him I was going to do it. And, uh, you know, he just told me, like, good luck and stuff like that. But, yeah, I feel like me and KC uh, and the other guys, I feel like we can definitely come in. Well, not come in. He already there, but break records uh, in the future. He already breaking records. But as far as me, I definitely feel like I can um, come in and break records in the future and help, help the team uh, make it to the playoffs and stuff. So. And, you know, we've talked quite a bit about, um, you know, this wide receivers class. And you've talked about how, how important playing time is to you and how, you know, you come to state, you're going to be able to make that instant impact if you come in. 
Um, you're coming in with, you know, these four other freshmen in a pretty stacked class. What makes you excited about, you know, getting the team up with those guys and be a part of, you know, potentially the best receiver class in NC State history? Uh, I mean, it means a lot, uh, honestly. Uh, just knowing that we got that, um, you know, like the liabilities uh, that we that we have or the options, the different weapons that we that we going to have, uh, KC in the slot, then we got a uh, well, four, yeah, four, no, five. Five now. Yeah, we got five receivers, yeah, including JP. So, uh, but we got four. I think they're four outside. And just having all those big guys, I know NC State like um, size and the uh, outside receiver, but uh, the, the class we got coming in is a lot of big guys. So, we'll be able to um, take deep shots and, you know, uh, spread the field out and open up, you feel me, Mason match and stuff like that. Yeah. And what was your reaction to seeing um, Keenan flip today? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's crazy. I, I talked to Keenan a lot. Mm-hmm. I talked to him after the Weddington game, man. Uh, we was talking about it, but uh, he didn't come – he ain't, like, make no decision with it, uh, like, make no decision at that time. And I didn't even know he was going to flip to last night. Uh, you know, Alex. Alex called me. He's like, you know, Keenan flipped. I'm like, what, bro? I'm like, you <laughs> captain. He like, nah, for real. He's like, you ain't know. I'm like, nah, you know. So and I said, Keenan, I right, asked Keenan, like, why, why, why are you just not telling me, bro? So, I mean, yeah, just, uh, yeah, I, I watch Keenan play a lot. Uh, I feel like he's a great receiver, and yeah, he can come in, compete, and you feel me, get the, get the, make it to the playoffs. Yeah, and you know, the four like in-state guys, right? You have Casey and JP in the slot, and then um, you and Keenan on the outside, in theory, right? Um. How do your and Keenan's skill set complement, um, you know, Casey and Jonathan? That's going to you know, lead to a successful offense. Yeah, I mean, just like the skill that we both have, uh, me and Keenan, as big body receivers, then KC, JP, and the slot, it really like um, messes with the the defense. Whoever's guarding us, it creates a lot of mismatches uh, in the defense. You can spread out the field. Uh, really do whatever, and it's really up to the defense. They really got to pick their poison. Do they want to, you know, cover uh, the deep shots or um, take the one-on-one or just, you know, try their best? And, but, yeah, I mean, it's going to be exciting for sure. Yeah, and, um, you know, obviously, you know, other teams made a push in your recruitment, or they tried, and you went to Georgia, but – um. What, what was the deciding factor where you were like, okay, this is home, this is where I'm going to be, and this is where I want to spend the next, you know, three to five years? Yeah, uh, I don't know. It was just the, the long night um, talks, conversation that I had with myself and my family and just talking um, to everybody. Well, not everybody around me, but the closest, my closest family and seeing how they feel about everything. And then really outside of them, I was really just making the best decision for me uh, I knew I wanted to play early. I knew I wanted to contribute uh, to a winning team. But I did. I, I ain't going to lie. I don't know. If, if I would have went to Georgia, I feel like I would probably would have set out a couple years. And then just while I was there, it, it didn't feel – I mean, it felt real, but it didn't feel as real as it did at NC State. Like, I built a bond uh, with a lot, of, a lot of guys at NC State. And I just felt like if I was to flip, then I'd be letting, um, you know, the whole NC State – Fan base, coaching staff, players, I'd be letting them down. So, yeah. 
And um, you know, now you get an opportunity. You're you're gonna be there in January, right? Yeah, January fourth. So you'll get there early. Um, you'll get the whole spring practice, winter workouts. Um, you know, I, I asked um Duke and Jonathan this, but w- who are you looking forward to teaming up with? And you know, I know you've been thinking about playing with a lot of these guys before, but um, who are you looking forward to sharing a team with uh, this this fall, and um, you know, spring practice and all of that. Um, uh, I mean, definitely wanna get to know the the new quarterback um that's coming in um and uh KC um. Uh, JP, Juice, all of them. I mean, it's a lot of different weapons on the team. So I just feel like we all can just mesh together and come up with a plan and stuff and just execute it. Yeah, and, you know, you said it's like so many weapons where you – know, and you add in all like the transfers too, and you guys have like a offense that could be pretty um pretty great next year. Just what makes you excited about uh, you know, that unit and um, the guys you're going to be uh, – you know, teaming up with to make uh, you know potentially special run with next fall. Uh, I mean the relationship that I got with the players, um, all the players. Um, I mean we talk every day outside, outside of like social media and stuff. Like, we we all got each other number. We call each other, so I got a relationship with everybody, and yeah, we can just we just gonna gel together, and um, yeah, we gel together. We gonna definitely be something serious and um you know you don't have to answer this if you don't want to but um when you were considering georgia um when did you tell the staff that, like no like I'm, I'm coming to nc state i'm signing and um what was uh i want to know coach joker's reaction specifically because i know he's someone that really prioritized you yeah uh yeah when did i tell the, when did i tell georgia oh no I, nc state Oh, NC State. Uh, at when um Joker Phillips, Coach Phillips, he came on the in-home visit and he came over uh, to my house and jumped. And we was talking with my family and stuff, stuff like that. Then I told him. Uh, then, and, yeah, I mean, he was happy. He was excited. Uh, the this whole purpose was to. I mean, he was telling me like uh. Like a year ago today, he was at Casey. He was at Casey House, and you know he made sure he picked the right one. He felt like this year he was picking the right one, stuff like that. And uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, he was excited for sure. Awesome. And um, before we let you go here, just um, what what are your goals for the next uh the next year from winter workouts through the season? What are you hoping to accomplish with your uh, first year in Raleigh? Um. I mean, get bigger, put on a couple, couple more pounds, get stronger. Um, really going to attack the weight room uh, for them eight months, nine months before the season. Uh, get my body right and stuff. And um, yeah, I'm willing to um, show showcase my ability my freshman year. Just I don't have to have a perfect, like the best season in the world, but just a good enough season to let everybody know that next season is going to be even better. So. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, Terrell, we won't keep you any longer, but um, thank you so much for coming on the show, and uh, uh, good luck with the move to Raleigh, and we'll see you at spring practice. All right, thanks. All right, have a good one. All right, folks, we are waiting for a few minutes for um, Cannon Lewis to join us next, um, three-star linebacker from West Virginia, um, the very first commit of NC State's 2024 class. Um, Before we do that, 
um, we have to say a quick thank you to our sponsor. Um, this bustling holiday season, you might be looking for nutritious, flavorful meals to fuel you on jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service, can help you eat well for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle while tackling all your holiday to-dos. Um, head to factormeals.com slash wolfpacker50 and use code wolfpacker50 to get 50% off. That's code wolfpacker50 at factormeals.com slash wolfpacker50 to get 50% off. Um, it's a good deal. Um, we, we were lucky enough to get some free um, factor meals in the mail. No and I were, and I'll tell you what, um, they were really good. Uh, I'm not like a huge meal delivery service person, but I, I, I would sign up for factor. Um, I was a big fan of them for sure. All right. And we'll dive back in here. We're still waiting on Canon for a minute here. Um, but, uh, until then, let's just kind of go through the class here and talk about a few guys we're not going to have on the show. So Noah, um, welcome back to the show. Uh, one of the guys that, um, you know, will not be joining us, but someone that I'm really excited about is, uh, Elijah Groves, um, four-star linebacker from Tennessee. It absolutely just, um, you know, massive flip for the pack, um, flipped him from Kentucky. Uh, he strongly considered NC state the first time around and, um, and it ended up with the Wildcats, but, uh, you know, the staff just remained persistent and got him in the class. Um, so really excited about him. He's a tall, um, versatile linebacker. I mean, he was playing like safety basically for, um, for his high school. He was the conference's special teams player of the year. Um, he was, a, did some punting for them as well. Um, and, uh, Dave Dorn mentioned it at his press conference today. He's a basketball player. He scored like 30 points in a game, um, pretty recently. So he's someone that, um, I'm I'm really excited to see uh, Noah. When you're looking at the class right now, just um, is there anyone else that um you know we're not going to have the full conversation with that you want to point out and mention as someone that uh, uh you're really excited to see play? Yeah, I think you know a guy like you know we're going to obviously see you know uh, White Wright in a little bit, um, but you know Dante Daniels tight end. You know I think you know he's a guy. I'm really excited to see he can play well. He's physical. You know, he gave you a good quote about just being a violent, you know, tight end and, and making plays, whether it's blocking or, or getting downfield, receiving the ball. So I think it's be interesting to see him on the field, I think, you know, here at Carter Finley Stadium. And um, I think this is a class. You know, this year and next year. And I think that, um, you know, moving down the line, it's going to be really good. Yeah, I'm totally with you. Um, and uh, I don't know if we're going to get the chance to talk to Cannon, um, but we'll just keep going through the class list here because um, yeah, there's plenty of guys to talk about. Um, we'll stay on the West Virginia theme and um, touch on a, a very, very promising offensive line prospect, Robbie Martin. He's someone that um, I, I think – you know, he might be my favorite offensive lineman in this class. I think he has a ton of potential as a, a guard center, um, someone that I'm kind of looking at as, well. Oh, maybe this guy can be like the center of the future in Raleigh. So um, that's someone that I'm keeping a close eye on. He picked NC State over offers from you know, West Virginia, Penn State, 
Virginia Tech. He had a really, really impressive offer list and decided to um, run with the pack. And uh, he's someone that, you know, the staff's really high on. And um, yeah, he's going to be a really exciting player for sure. Um, Noah, who's someone that we aren't talking enough about? Who's someone that, um, you know, you, you know, obviously we, we talked, we just talked to, you know, the, the three guys on offense that you know, they could all be playing as freshmen next year. Everyone knows who they are. They're exciting players. Who's someone that maybe um, is, is, is a little underrated in this class who we need to um, pay more attention to. Javon Bali might be a good place to start. You know, he, you talk about long offer list. He had one too. Um, you know, he's a guy defensive back that can play all over the secondary. And I think he's going to be a guy who might not have an impact next year. He'll definitely be a good guy to have in the program. And, but I don't think we're going to expect, you know, what we're expecting from a Jonathan Paler or Tola Anderson from him, you know, next season. But I think he's a guy that's really, you know, underrated. Not a lot of people talking about defensive players, you know, in this, in this class coming in. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a good point. Like, maybe, maybe we aren't talking enough about the defensive guys in, in this class. It is a stacked group of um, of defenders in this uh, in this cycle here. If you really look at it, because you, we mentioned Elijah, we mentioned um, Cannon, um, who we still haven't heard from, but um, we'll just keep going here. That uh, you know, they're both really, really promising linebackers. Some um, Cannon was a uh, at one point, he was the number two player in West Virginia, I believe. And, um, you know, he had like 180 tackles this year, including 90 solo stops. So just absolutely eye-popping stats from him. But, um, yeah. So yeah, he's, he's the uh, the number four player currently on the industry rankings. And uh, so he's number four. So they've signed two of the top four players in the state of West Virginia between him and Robbie Barton, who's obviously the number one player in the state. Yeah, so you you bring in them, and hey, that's the Tony Gibson connection paying off, right? Tony Gibson has such um, extensive experience in that area from his time at West Virginia. So, um, you know, it, you, Cannon especially, you going back to him, where where we talked to him when he committed like more than a year ago, I guess at this point, where um, he was just he didn't see any reason to wait around. He wanted to play for Tony Gibson. And as long as Tony Gibson is in Raleigh, he was going to be in Raleigh. And there, there was just really no stress at all in his recruitment. It was very, um, pretty straightforward. It was just, um, yeah, he, he knew he came to camp. He earned an offer. It was his first power five offer from the pack. And, um, you know, he wrapped up his recruitment. And you know, he, he's someone that we saw him at Alpha, the Alpha Wolf Showcase this summer. Um, for those of you who don't know, it's just a big camp where they – it's one of the biggest official visit weekends of the summer or unofficial visitor weekends, I should say, where they bring in a bunch of guys, they'll do a camp for about, um, you know, half an hour. And then they all, you know, it's just time to you know spend time with the coaches, spend time with their potential teammates, other commits. Um, so we saw him there and um, he was one of the more like college ready looking prospects already. He's already, he's listed, I believe at like um, six two, like, 210 or something like that but um yeah and i i think uh I, th I think he looked you know taller than that i think he looked um heavier than that in a good way so i think he um is a someone that might surprise some folks he's not the highest rated guy in the class he's the you know number 156 linebacker but i think he has the potential to make a um a, a pretty quick impact in raleigh especially if you look at the numbers he put up this year were um pretty ridiculous 
Um, all right. Well, next up, just so folks know, we're going to be talking to um, Wyatt, the JUCO linebacker who committed to um, NC State this week. So it's going to be exciting to hear from him. The couple guys we've talked to, they had like years, um, years long recruitments at NC State. And uh, it, for, for Wyatt, he was he got an offer like I, I think it was less than two weeks ago still. So it, it'll be cool to hear his perspective and, um, you know, talk through everything that went into his initial decision to um, join NC State. And um, I believe he has joined the call right now. So, um, Noah, if you don't mind, I'm going to kick you out of the call again and um, we're going to bring Wyatt on. Sounds good. All right. Wyatt, how's it going? Welcome to the Wolfpacker Show. Hey, Wyatt, can you hear us? Hello? Hey, Wyatt, can you hear us? All right, hold on. We're going to try bringing you out and bringing you back in here, see if that works. All right. Well, no, we'll bring you back in until, um, until we see him. Wyatt, how's it going? Can you hear us at all? Hello? All right, I think he'll come back. It got better. The connection got better. So I think he'll come back. But, you know, I think Wyatt Wright is an interesting guy. You know, we talk about his highlights and uh, one clip that he has where he literally takes a guy's helmet off on his hit. But, you know, David Dorn talked about the Juco guys today where they come from, you know, not really a luxurious, you know, environment. And they come in and, you know, kind of have a little bit more of a appreciation and things like that. And he likes recruiting them. So, yeah. All right. Let's bring Wyatt back and see if we can hear him this time. Hello. Wyatt, how's it going? How you doing? You can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me all right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I can hear you. Awesome. How's it going? How was your signing day? I was good. You know, good. It felt good. Real special. Most definitely. Awesome. Did you do anything to celebrate? Uh, not really. I just ate. Went back to the room. I ate, really. I had to work out right after, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> no time off, I guess. But, uh, uh, you know, all season. How are you feeling? Like, you, you know where you're going to spend, you know, your next couple years of college football. Just kind of what are the emotions going through your head right now? Um, you know, it, it's real special for me, um, especially, like, the journey I've been on. You know, mm -hmm. like, the past two years, you know, just staying down, you know, grinding. You know, you know, it's big, you know, to finally see that, like, all you did, you know, it, it just wasn't for nothing. You know, you earned something. You, you got a reward out of everything. So, so it definitely feels good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what are you, you know, getting excited about? Um, I know you'll be on campus pretty soon here. What are you getting excited about um, getting down to Raleigh and, uh, you know, starting your Power 5 football career? Uh, really, I just say just going, just going out there, you know, just restarting everything, you know, the process again, you know, meeting new people, you know, getting coached up by Coach Gibson, you know, so it, I'm just ready. I'm just ready for the experience, you know. I, I waited a long time to get here, you know, so I'm just ready to start. Awesome. And, you know, your recruitment was a quick one because, you know, that's just how it works with the JUCO calendar. Um, 
what was NC State able to do? What were they able to show you where you're like, okay, like I know I've only been here once. I've only been talking to these coaches for a few weeks, but I'm comfortable signing here and I'm, you know, committing to the Wolfpack. Um, yeah, you, you know, uh, NC State, they did come a little late, you know, but instantly, you know, they showed their interest in me. You know, I was actually over there in PA, you know, and uh, coach came to see me, you know, he came out there, came to see me, you know, uh, really told me the plan that he had for me, you know, and I, I loved everything he heard, you know, I could tell it was genuine, and, you know, so leading up to the visit, you know, there was good intentions, you know, and then when we finally went to the visit, you know, just to, just to, hospitality, you know, that they showed me and my family, you know, I could, I could just tell it was the right decision, you know, the vibe that I got, you know, the, the environment, everything, it, it was just right. Was there anything that surprised you about NC State or Raleigh or anything that you're a, a pleasant surprise that um, made it even um, more of a perfect spot for you? Uh, you know, I've I seen, I seen a couple of stadiums, you know, in, in my in my life, you know, in a couple of facilities in my, in my life, but when I went, when I stepped into NC State, you know, it was just, it's just crazy, you know. You just walk in and there, you got these, you got these big lights, you know. You got everything popping up at you, you know. So it, it, it definitely catches your eye. Yeah, I have a question here from the chat from Steve. Um, he wants to know if um seeing Peyton Wilson, you know, rack up all the linebacker of the year awards, the defensive player of the year awards, did um you know that play a factor, a role in your recruitment at all? Uh, most definitely. You know, because the biggest thing for me is is development. You know, mm-hmm. and this whole uh, choosing a school, you know. So when you look at Peyton Wilson, you know, getting all these awards, you know, that's development. You know, that just shows that just goes to show the, the 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 production of the coaches. You know, everyone. You know, so it definitely definitely plays a part. Definitely, and um. So you're going to be there in January. What are you looking forward to um, working on? What are you looking forward to improving before um, you guys uh, put on the pads for spring practice in a few months? Uh, you know, really just uh, gaining bonds, you know, with, with, the, with the teammates, you know, uh, really just getting to know everybody, you know, really gaining the respect of everybody. You know, definitely want to come out and, and lead, you know, from the jump. So really have to throw yourself out there for the scene. Yeah, you talk about leading from like the like very start of the career of your career at NC State. Um, you know, it is a room where you know they're losing two of their starters. Um, do you see that as like? Uh, are you are you excited about the opportunity to come in and compete for playing time immediately? Oh yes, sir. Uh, I, I definitely love competition. You know, uh, but yes, yes, sir, I, I definitely want to come out and be a leader. You know, it, it definitely is a big opportunity. You know, just coming in and just. And just being a leader off rip, you know, but it, that would show something in the end, you know, that I could just come in there and be a leader, you know, lead the team, lead the defense. And um, I wanted to ask about one play in particular um, from your season. It's a, a viral one. I'm sure you know which one I'm talking about. It's where you um you, you hit the guy coming across the middle and, you know, it's, it was just this huge highlight play that um, you know, got circulated around social media after you committed. It made Wolfpack fans very excited. Um, uh, what happened on that play? Um, and um, is that something you've done before? Is it, or, or was that like a, whoa, like, I didn't know I could do that kind of moment? Nah, that's, that, that, that's me. You'll pull it up here. Nah, but I, I, I definitely say that that's just a everyday thing, 
you know, I, I get amped up, you know, I'm ready to hit something, most definitely, you know. So that definitely is a every game thing, you know, cram, cram something, got to hit something, most definitely. I think you'll fit in really well with the NC State defense then. I think that'll be uh, that'll be great. And um, I think we kind of talked about it um, after you committed. But, um, you know, it, it is a defense, that three three five that relies so heavily on the linebackers. Like, it, it puts you guys in a spot, right, where you're either making the plays or you're not. Um, and it puts – you're going to have a lot of responsibility on the field every single play. Um what kind of you know emotions does knowing that? How does that make you feel? Uh, it, it makes me feel good, you know. But knowing the type of player that I am, you know, knowing how I feel and how I love the game, you know, uh, I'm very consistent and and dedicate myself, you know, being consistent with everything and getting everything right, you know, learning everything, really. Absolutely, and um, just you know, what what's your bond like with um? Your coach Gibson and Coach Dorn these days. Um, now that you're officially in the class, I, I, I could definitely, I, I could really tell, you know, from from the visit, you know, how, how they were caring, you know, how they the certain questions that they asked, you know, and like I said, you know, with certain with certain people, you can kind of tell like the fakeness in, in people, but with this, it, it was just real genuine. So I, I could just tell it in their voice, you know, when you look into somebody's eyes, you know, you can just tell that it's real. You know, so I, I definitely gave him a, a big bond of trust with, with everything, with the coaches. Awesome. And um, from what you've seen, you know, from your future your, or current teammates now, um, wh- who are you most excited to play with and, you know, just compete with on the practice field this spring? That's hard to say. I'm, I'm really ready for it for everybody. I, I hope everybody get money. Everybody turn up, really. So, everybody everybody who coming in, everybody who already there, you know, we ready. We're going to get ready. And do you have any personal or team goals for next year? I really say, I really say be, be the best that I can, really. But I definitely want to be on that all ACC early. I want to do everything, really. Absolutely. For the stars. Sounds good. All right. Well, Wyatt, we won't keep you any longer, but I really appreciate you joining the show. And um, congratulations and uh, and have a safe move to Raleigh. Definitely. I appreciate you. All right. Have a good one. All right. Next up, we are going to bring on Charles Power. He is on three's director of scouting and rankings. And, um, you know, we want to talk to him about uh, some of the outliers that he has in the class. Um, um, some guys that he's high on that the rest of the industry isn't. And um, quite frankly, we agree with him. So let's bring him on now. Um, Charles, uh, welcome to the Wolfpacker Show. Oh, good to be here. How has signing day been for you? I know it's probably one of the busiest days of the years for y'all. Yeah, it's, it's it's pretty busy. You know, following things from a from a national level is is a little different because um, we're, we're, there's just, it just doesn't stop. I, I know a lot of these, a lot of these schools can kind of get, get their signees in nowadays, like some of them are done by noon. So for us, uh, you know, we're still, we're still monitoring stuff. Now we have, uh, you know, several five stars who haven't signed yet. Um, maybe some potential drama down the line, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely busy, but, but, but a lot of fun as well. Awesome. Well, well, we wanted to have you on and, um, we really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to come on. But, um, mm-hmm. I, the first guy I wanted to ask about is Terrell Anderson. Um, mm-hmm. someone that, 
I, I think the other recruiting sites are starting to catch up, but you were early on having him as like a top 100 guy when um, the other services had him as like a, a three-star, a three-star recruit. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you see out of him early that um, had you projecting him in the top 100? Yeah, I, I think for starters, he, he had a really strong junior season. Um, you know, as an outside receiver, I really like the skill set. I thought he had like a lot of translatable skills with, uh, you know, his, his ability to run routes, good length, ball skills. Um, I, I also really liked what he did in the return game. He's, he's a kind of a taller outside receiver, but, but could really make plays as a kick returner. Um, and I thought that just kind of spoke to his playmaking ability um, and just getting the ball in his hands. So I think, you know, for me, the name of the game when, when you're evaluating receivers is just their versatility, ability to make plays uh, kind of in different in different ways. And uh, when I watched Terrell Anderson, I could see a guy who could win in, in a lot of different phases. Dynamic, uh, you know, after the catch, I think he runs runs well um, and, and then can make plays at the catch point as well. So uh, I, I think he's got a nice, like, versatile skill set. I tend to look at receiver as, like, a true, like, skill position. Um, and, and I think – his his skill and just athletic ability stood out and you know i, I it is a loaded receiver class nationally so, so you know I, I think even being in that like top 100 conversation in 2024 for a lot of other cycles those guys might be higher so um he's he's a guy who i i think uh we're we're we continue to be very high on i think he's a great kid for nc state and you could see like the schools that were coming after him down the stretch like georgia yeah tried to flip him and um, you know, there's several. So I, I think that, that speaks to his talent. And uh, I think he's one that, that Wolfpack, Wolfpack fans should be uh, very excited about. Awesome. And you talked about receivers and I wanted to ask about um, um, Casey Concepcion. Cause he's someone I know you followed really closely. Cause he was um, mm-hmm. heavily fixtured on all of the like mid season, all, fre- all true freshman teams and all, all that stuff. But um, mm-hmm. I wanted to ask from, an evaluator's standpoint, when you're going through a class and you're trying to project who could have a KC level of impact, what do you look for out of um, a high school receiver? Yeah, I, I think it, it, it's tough to – it's a little tough to pin down. I think if we if we all knew that, like, you know, it, it would be it would be great. But uh, yeah, it's yeah. a little tough to pin down. But I, I think some of it is um, just, just your overall skill level, um, route running, uh, just polish – uh, in, in with a get with a guy like Concepcion, it was a little harder to see because he just didn't get quite that many touches, uh, you know, as, as a senior at, mm-hmm. at Chambers. Um, but, but generally speaking, I think guys who produce at a high level tend to come in to college just with a, conf- a confidence and, and skill level that, uh, that they can point to an instant impact. Uh, and, and he, he's an outlier in that regard, but, but, you know, I, I think, w- when you look at just the, the ability to make plays in different ways, you can see how NC State used him, got the ball in his hands, handed it off to him. Really just kind of like a lot of their offense was – he was kind of the fulcrum of the offense towards the end of the year. And um, so, so I, I think I look for just multi-faceted uh, ability and, and ability to get open I, I think would be the, 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 the two main things. But uh, I think when you look at what NC State's doing at receiver, I mean, I, I think you have to be thrilled. Like bringing yeah. in the guys that they they're bringing in in this class, uh, along with like a Wesley Grimes, who I was like really high on um, mm-hmm. coming out coming out of high school. Yeah, um, you know, I, I think they've they flipped the talent in that room pretty quickly. 
Uh, so I think that's, you know, I, I think if you're an NC State fan, you should be like really excited about the the overall talent uh, at receiver. And I think it's, I think you're going to have a pretty potent group uh, and really all with all of them being from North Carolina as well. So mm-hmm. I think that's, that, that's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. And I wanted to kind of switch gears to the other side of the ball and um, talk about Elijah Groves, mm-hmm. four-star linebacker out of um, um, Cross Plains, Tennessee. He's another guy where it's kind of split down the middle. It's um, on three and two, four, seven, have him as like a, you know, four-star highly ranked guy. And, um, you know, the other two sites have him as a three-star guy. What have you seen out of um, Elijah Groves that, um, you know, projects him as a four-star prospect in your mm-hmm. mind? Yeah, I, I think, I think for starters, he, he's a, he's a strong athlete, a guy who can make plays on both sides of the ball at the high school level, basketball player. He's a lot of just positive indicators yeah. that, uh, and, and I think when you look at linebackers, linebacker, like I, I said earlier, kind of view receiver as like more of a skill, a true like skill position. Linebacker is really an athlete position. Mm-hmm. And like, that's kind of, you, you see a lot of linebackers come from different areas. Um, you know, a lot of them play running back in high school or wide receiver tight end and also play linebacker. Um, and, and I think it's one that you're really going to see a lot of development, just like position, position specific development once you get in college. So you mm-hmm. kind of want to go for the guys with like the, the traits, the measurables, the length, the speed, just overall athleticism. And I think Groves has that. Now I think we're, I think we should see him in person at the all American bowl in January. So I, I have a better yeah. picture after seeing him in person but that's just kind of what, what what we've seen on film and just kind of digging on his background. Uh, he's a guy who's like a, a pretty prolific high school athlete. Like I think he's like like a thousand point scorer in basketball yeah. um, and just just plays all over the field for, for, his, for his high school team. So, um, yeah, I, I think there's certainly uh, some positive indicators. And he's the type of he has a type of profile that uh, that NC State and, and Dave Doran have done really well in, in, in developing those types. Yeah, you're right about him being a prolific athlete. I mean, he was even the uh, special teams, uh, like all conference player of the year. Um, mm-hmm. for, um, you know, he was punning, yeah. for some, I think. So, yeah, he's, he's a really intriguing guy and someone that uh, when you turn on the film, it, it, it pops. He makes some sure. um, some plays that really yeah. make your jaw drop. But uh, another guy I wanted to ask about is um, Tyler West, mm-hmm. um, four star offensive lineman from Andrews. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's someone that, um, now, I, I've seen live in a camp setting. I haven't really seen him play, so I'm interested to just get your insight on um, mm-hmm. why you have him um, a, a, as a four-star prospect and, um, mm-hmm. I believe, the number two offensive lineman in North Carolina. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, t- Tyler West, and I got I, I to give a, a nod to uh, to our, my coworker, Cody Belair, who also yeah. who works with me on the rankings. He was going through interior offensive alignment like mid-senior year and, and really liked Tyler West's film. Uh, you know, he's from, I think he's, I think Andrews, that's kind of over there in the, in the mountains a little bit, right? Like he's kind of, he's kind of tucked in the, tucked in the mountains a bit. It would be where I'm in, in Raleigh, it would be like a five and a half hour drive to like yeah. get out there. It's, like it's far, far western North Carolina. Yeah. 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 Um, so, so yeah, but I, I think his film's really strong. I mean, he's not playing like the best competition, but uh, he's dominating like you would expect, uh, putting guys on their back moves well i think that's one thing for us with offensive linemen is just is just the ability to, to, to move uh play in space and also being tough and physical um you know i, I think he's he's just kind of a grinder and a, and a guy who you know i think he probably projects on the interior long term especially when you look at the type of lineman that ncc is bringing in uh and i would also add I, yeah i mean i yeah and I, just just to finish up on him I, I i would i would say that he um you know i i think he's 
a guy who could maybe play center guard, uh, just good, just good versatility. And just the, the, the film frankly is, 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 um, you know, pr- pretty strong. And, and I mean, I, I kind of like what NC state's done just, just in general on, on the offensive line. I feel like that's like one of their stronger, you know, stronger positions. And I um, mean, you know, I, I think Trent Mitchell's also a guy that, that I find like yeah. pretty intriguing. Um, yeah. I, I'd be interested to kind of hear your thoughts on him as well, but uh, you know, I, I watched the Shrine Bowl. He's playing left tackle. Mm-hmm. Thought he moves well. He's obviously got an athletic pedigree. I think his mom played basketball at Tennessee, um, and and just like the like the film, I think he's like a kind of a big functional mover. Looks to have good length. So he's the type that uh, you know, after a year or two in the program, like maybe like redshirt him, kind of bring him along slowly. I think could could be like the like the left left or right tackle of the future for NC State. Yeah, Trent was like one of the main reasons I went down to the. Uh to the shrine bowl because I, I hadn't seen him play, hadn't really seen him in person really. And, um, you know, first of all, he, he was taller than I think every other offensive lineman at the shrine mm-hmm. bowl. So, yeah. yeah. Just, um, yeah, that surprised me a little bit. And then he moved so well I, and then, mm-hmm. um, had the strength as a run blocker where he was clearing out these huge holes and, you know, going up against a good competition, like North Carolina's defensive line was good this year. They mm-hmm. had, um, Namdi Ogbo, Ogboko who's going to mm-hmm. Georgia and, you know, guys like that who are really strong prospects, and he was doing good. He was he was holding his own in the one on ones and stuff like that. So yeah. um, I'm, I'm really excited about him. Yeah, yeah, I, I think he's a guy. If I was an NCC fan, I would keep a close eye on him. Um, you know, in, in the next couple of years, but he, he's a guy like he's an 89 for us. He's like right on, we're kind of right on that cusp mm-hmm. of four star status. I'm sure he'll, he's one that we'll look at. You know, going into the final rankings as a potential four star. Yeah, and Charles, before we let you go, I wanted to get your take on um, on, on Cedric Bailey Jr., um, mm-hmm. NC State's quarterback commit. Obviously, you know, playing with um, you know, some of the best receivers in the country, I'm sure he's someone you've watched a lot, uh, and y'all mm-hmm. have him at a um, at, at an, right at an 88 right now. Mm-hmm. Um, just what what have you seen out of him that you've liked so far this fall, mm-hmm. and um, just kind of um, why did um, y'all decide that that 88 range is the right place for him? Yeah, I, I think with Cedric Bailey, um, like you said, I mean, he's a guy that I think anybody who is evaluating prospects has probably seen him a good bit, uh, just yeah. given Shaman Amadonna probably had the best offense of maybe in high school football this year with Jeremiah mm-hmm. Smith. Like he's the number two player for us, JoJo Trader. So a lot of blue chips on that on that offense. And, and Cedric Bailey like distributes the ball to those guys really well. Um, he, he's a taller, like thinner build he has long arms. So I think the biggest thing for him is kind of, kind of get like be consistent mechanically. Uh, but, yeah. but when he's, but when he's in sync, you know, he, he has a lot, he's a lot of arm talent. And I, I think playing in that high octane offense has kind of set him up, you know, just at, just with, with being comfortable as, as a distributor. Um, you know, I, I think there there's, you know, I think the biggest thing with him is just going to be like just becoming more consistent. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but I think there's definitely like some developmental upside there. Uh, and, and I like the fit, I like the fit at NC state. Like I, like, I, I think, you know, with, with the receivers they're bringing in, I think Cedric Bailey is, is an, 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 like an intriguing high three-star type who, who, you know, could, could, if he pops, could easily outplay that ranking. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing for him is going to be just like, uh, just be- becoming more consistent, uh, in, in just kind of getting bigger and stronger, um, but there's and, and he's a guy too. I think that that certainly plays better on Friday nights than if you were to see him in like a camp setting. So I think once yeah. he kind of gets the coaching he's going to get in college, kind of just becomes more polished and more refined. Uh, yeah, I, I think he has a lot of potential. 
Awesome. And, um, you know, before you get out of here, is there just anyone else that pops on NC State, some signee list that um, you've watched mm-hmm. closely and seen this year that um, Wolfpack fans should be excited about? Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I, I like Robbie Martin a good bit. Uh, I think he he's a he's an interesting uh, evaluation and, and, and get out of out of West Virginia has a wrestling background, really good like leverage. Um, Duke Scott had a had a fantastic yeah. senior year. Um, mm-hmm. So I think he's a guy who um, maybe not like the flashiest back, but he's tough. He can I mean, I, I think he's just super productive. I mean, I, I like I think he's a guy who is going to be a, a good college player, I think, at the minimum. Um, and he's one that I'm excited to kind of when, we're, when we go back and work on these final rankings, I'm excited to watch because I know I mean, he knocked out some really good teams in, in, in the yeah. playoffs here in Georgia. So uh, I think he's a guy who, you know, in, in just for my time doing this, I think you really look for the guys who have great senior years. And, mm-hmm. and I think if you're going for like developmental types, you want uh, prospects who are kind of launching into college from from just a developmental momentum standpoint. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I think Jamar Boston is, is interesting for sure. Like helped his team to a, to a state title this year and, and Keenan Jackson. So I, I would be like, you know, I, I think there's a lot of like nice depth in, in this NC state class and, you know, Keenan Jackson, I was just like looking at him today. Uh, you know, had, had a great senior season, super productive. I would think he's certainly going to move up off of a, uh, his 86 rate rate ranking. So um, yeah, I think there's a lot of good depth and a lot of good players in, in NC state class that, that the fans should be excited about. Awesome. Well, Charles, I think, yeah, that, that'll make um, our listeners and you know, the viewers pretty happy to hear. But um, I appreciate you coming on the show and uh, you know, good luck with the rest of signing day and with the last stretch of the 24 class. Cool. Sounds good, man. I appreciate it. All right. Have a good one. See you. All right. Our next guest is, as of a few minutes ago, I believe, um, signed with the Wolfpack and the uh, um, 2024 class is Asad Brown, the second um, three-star defensive back um, from Virginia, played this season at Mount Zion Prep in Maryland. Uh, he's going to be a nickel at NC State, and um, now he's joined the Wolfpacker show. Welcome to the show, Asad. Hello, everybody. How y'all doing? I appreciate you for having me in the show. Of course. How was your signing day? Um, it was it was great. You know, just it was a lot of people I hadn't seen in a while. It was great people, just great seeing people. You know, you know, I haven't seen them in a minute. So it was, it was glad. And you had the uh, unique experience of, um, you know, you played most of your career at Oscar Smith and then um, you went to a new school and then you got to come back for signing day. What what was that experience like getting to see, um, you know, be be back at your old school and stuff like that? You know, um, you know, that was great, man. You know, um, because it it, it helped me out a lot because, you know, I I, I live in Virginia. So around the corner, it would be, it was going to be hard just going back to Mount Zion and, and do all that. But I'm just glad – I'm glad that the Smith coaches, Smith staff, everybody just let me come back in. And because, and, and, like they said today, it was family. You know, we're family. So, yeah, yeah, appreciate that for, uh, for the Smith staff. And speaking of family, um, you signed on with your collegiate family today. In NC State, um, you were one of the first um, – defensive commits I think the second defensive commit in the class for this cycle so um you've you've been here a while you've seen this class develop into what it has yeah. become today mm-hmm. just um you know how does it feel to have everything be official now you know um it feels great you know like I I I didn't expect to be a lot of these players just you know coming in and um signing and stuff that's it's really great um 
I'm I'm be glad to meet these guys when I get there and stuff. So, um, I just want to say to them, um, good luck. You know, just ready to go in and, and play for NC State. You know, just ready for the next level. And I I think they're ready too. So. And I wanted to ask about um your connection with um Coach Freddie Autry Lindsay, who um you know he's NC State's Nichols coach for those watching who don't know, but um you know he was your primary recruiter, uh, yes, and um. I know y'all are pretty close. Just how has that uh, relationship continued to grow and evolve since you've been committed to the pack? You know, that relationship was good. You know, he's been recruiting me since since I was in ninth grade, since I was a freshman. He never stopped then. You know, that relationship we built, it, it, it's never it's never unbreakable. Um, so Coach Freddie is, uh, is my dog, man. He's a great coach. You know, I, like like I said, he's a great dude. So it's it's a blessing to have a coach like that to be in your uh to be uh having a good relationship with you and stuff. So and, and NC State was one of those schools and Coach Freddie especially that was you know consistent throughout your entire recruitment. That's something we've talked about in the past. Yeah. <laughs> How important was that in your recruitment? Um, because you know you had offers from everywhere pretty much. Yeah, that was very important to me. You know, I had to pick a program that was best fit for me because I didn't want to go to a program and and um I go in there and it's not what I expect to be, you mm -hmm. know. So I didn't want that to happen. So I had to really think and think down deep inside, like, what what uh, is this school is good for me? And, yeah, the whole time it, it was a great for me. NC State was a great pick for me, you know, great fit for me, just like, it's a great uh, – the defense is fit for me and stuff like that. So it was just a, a blessing and great to have that experience. Awesome. And um, so I wanted to ask about the on-the-field part of things because, uh, you know, we only have your stats for the first nine games, I believe. But um, in that time you had six and a half sacks. And I think at one point you had like two and a half or three in a game at one point. Uh, yeah. So you were playing nickel for your high school team, except um, actually the game I got to see you. Um, come and play yeah. but um yeah you, you know what do you enjoy about that role in particular you know I enjoy that role you know because you get to play everything you get to tackle cover and stuff like that and um you know I just played at 110 percent at that spot it's more fun there than playing there at corner you know corner's fun and all that but that that spot was more like it was actually exciting because you could you're involved more stuff like like I said the run and all that pass you know it was just a great and it like it brought the dog out of me because, because like when I was at corner, all I did was cover, and then if, if they came running my side, I make the tackle. But that's only if they come outside. It was just because if they go to the other side, I have to go chase them down and all that. And yeah, so it was just great. It was awesome. it was great playing nickel this year. Yep. Did it make you a little more excited about um you know playing it at the college level? Yes, of course, definitely. Yep, I'm just ready to play for the next level, definitely. Cool. And um, I've been asking all the uh, signees that are coming on, um, who's someone that, you know, you've been talking to, getting to know through, I don't know, the visit process, a fellow commit, who you're just really looking forward to um, sharing the field with, competing with in practice. Um, it can be one person. It can be a few guys. Just um, what are you looking forward to about um, joining your teammates? I mean, it, it really all of them. I, I ain't going to lie to you. It's really all of them. I'm really just ready to meet these guys and compete with them and practice and stuff. But it's really all of them. Yep.
Awesome. And what are you going to be working on? What are you going to be focusing on from now until, let's say, through spring practice to make sure you're ready for um, your freshman year? Just um, getting better with my craft and stuff, you know, um, you know, back pedals and, and getting stronger and stuff like that. I'm just and just like reading. Like I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. Like what I'm going to work on is reading the offense more, like mm-hmm. more like find out if it's a run pass or something like, you know, RPO, just like really going to break down and watching offense uh, pick their plays. And so, so by the time they make their plays, I can know what the plays coming because, you know, I did a lot of film studying and like looking at the linemen and stuff like that. So, yeah. And one more question to wrap up, just um, what are your you know, goals, expectations for the team? Oh, my goals. Um, My goal is, National championship, if not ACC championship, and my goal for me is um I want to get uh fresh three and done, either three and done, and go to the lead and just get freshman All American, ACC All American, just like how KC's doing right now. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to get in, um that situ that situation when I get there, you know. But my job is to come in there and do my part, so I can get on the field, you know. Absolutely. All right, Assad, thank you so much for joining the show. Um, congratulations. It's an exciting day, and um, I look forward to seeing you at spring practice. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. You too. All right, folks. Our next guest is um, a three-star defensive lineman from Rome, Georgia. Had a great senior year, and um, now he's officially signed with the pack. So let's welcome Justin Terrell to the stage here. Justin, how's it going? Going good. How you doing? Good, good. How how was your signing day? It was good. You know, I had to wake up at you know seven. Uh, you know, it's my birthday too, so I thought I'd get a little sleep in, but you know, I just w- go ahead and wake up, get it done, get it out the way, join the pack. So yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday. Appreciate it. A lot of celebration on um all combined in one day for you. Yeah. But um, I guess just kind of what are the emotions going through your head? Like it's official now. You, you're officially going to NC State. Um, um, just you know, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good. You know, I can finally put that the whole recruiting uh, business behind me now since I'm already with the team. Because it was getting a little stressful. You know, you got coaches. You know, constantly texting you, constantly mm-hmm. want you to come up, come up and see them. You know, take OVs here and there. You know, just finally finding a place. And signing, you don't got to deal with none of that anymore. So it's kind of relief. Yeah. And, um, you know, through all that noise and like all these coaches reaching out, what kept NC State as like the school for you? Why why was it always like, okay, this is the right place for me? Uh, The connections I had with uh, the people, uh, with the coaches. Uh, It was always the coaches, the connection I had with Coach Walls and Coach Doran, like the way that they act. You know, they act just like my high school coaches. So I always found it. I could fit in easily there. Also, you know, the town's great. The people, everybody down there is just amazing. So, yeah. Awesome. And how many times did you get to come up in the fall? Did you get to come up for any game days? I came to two games. Uh, Wait, actually, no, I only came to one game. I tried to come to one of the other games. Uh, but you know, it was, I had just lost, uh, in the third round mm-hmm. and I was, I wasn't feeling good, uh, to get up and get on the road to drive. So yeah, we ended up not coming, but 
only only went the one over. It was a away game too, so but I still went uh, supported. Yeah. Cool. And um, just I guess, what are you most looking forward to about joining um NC State's defensive line room? I'm just really excited to work with Coach Wallace. You know, I, I feel like he can help me develop develop me to be able to go to the next level. You know, I I see a lot of people that he'll put into you know to the big leagues, and that's what I'm trying to be at. And um, are you planning on enrolling early? I'm gonna enroll in uh, the summertime. Okay, cool. So, what is like the next? Um, I don't know, six months or however long until you're on campus look like for you. Um, you playing any other sports or anything, or is it just all all getting ready for um, for next football season? So I'm doing track and I'm also doing baseball. So I'm doing baseball and doing, doing track and they're in the same season. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing both of those at the same time. Uh, also, you know, working out every day with my uh, my current you know bodybuilder coach uh, at my school and. You know, just getting stronger every day and just getting helping me through all these sports and getting ready for, you know, summertime. Definitely. And what do you think you um you improved the most as throughout your senior football season that's um you know put you in a position where you're gonna be able to come in and be like a potential instant impact guy? Uh being more aggressive. Uh I will always be coaches say I always come off the ball hard and everything, but I wouldn't be aggressive with certain things that I would do. So, you know, basically this whole senior season after, you know, maybe third game, he was like, just be more violent, do this and that, and make more plays. And the more I started listening, the more I started, you know, getting better at it and making more plays and being an impact player on my team. And um, what are you focused on working on right now as um, you start to, you know, get prepared to make that jump to the college level? I think, you know, just locking in mentally. Uh, I think – you know, it's just it's gonna really take a toll on you know certain college kids when they go in. You're away from home, you know. You're with new people, new coach staff. So you really just gotta. I'm just gonna want to lock myself into it for uh, for that. So yeah. Cool. And um, I've been asking all the uh, signees this, but um, is there anyone that um off the top of your head that you know you've gotten to know through the recruiting process that you're really looking forward to you know sharing the field with, getting to know better. Um, and competing against in practice and stuff. Uh, ready to go against Trent. You know, good old lineman. Ready to yeah. go against him. Uh, ready to go, you know, play alongside, you know, uh, watch Christian go crazy, you know, mm-hmm. on the field. Play with Elijah um, aside, you know, play with all them. Already, you know, ready to – oh, Chase, uh, Chase Barr, ready to play with him too. So, you know, we Josh, all them. We, I'm ready. Just the whole team basically. I feel like the whole like defensive line class here is kind of underrated. I don't think people are like I don't think like the you know y- y'all all have like good offer lists, but like the ratings don't like match it. Do, do you feel like you guys are kind of like slept on as a unit? And um, how is that gonna uh, does that motivate you going into college? Yeah, I see. I'll be saying like other people like because we go I, like where I'm at, we go against a lot of big time defensive people, yeah. big time offensive people. And, like, when I see them, I, my O-line, they strap them down. They don't get no tackles or sacks. And I'm out there, you know, I can do that against them. It's just like they have bad technique, you know. I feel like us as a unit, we got better technique than half of the people that, you know, five stars or four stars. So, like, I don't know. It's, it's just something that, you know, I've always been 
I always been at the bottom, basically, you know. But I'm still I, I consider myself as a good defensive lineman, sometimes better than others that's already hired to me. But you know, I can just show them. Definitely. And I know you played a an active recruiting role in this class. Um you you committed in the summer and then uh, you know, it, it's really come together. Like th- this has turned into a pretty special group of prospects. Um, just, uh, you know, w- what was your reaction to seeing um, Keenan Jackson today um, flip from UNC to NC State? I, I had no idea it was happening. I was Because <laughs> so I, I, remember, I remember talking to him, you know, they were trying to get me to come to UNC. Um, mm-hmm. I used to talk to him, got him added on everything. But like, I always thought that he would stay with UNC. So when, when he posted that he was decommitting, I was like, "Wait a minute, it's a little too close." I was like, "I said he might, I said he might be coming to join us." And then I seen, uh, I think Jonathan, I think he reposted it. I'm like, "Oh man, he about to come to NC State." I'm like, "Oh yeah, so what? This is so what?" But yeah, pretty. It was pretty cool when I seen it. And and yeah, I I know for um you personally like. You, you took an official to tennis uh, to UNC and um you had plenty of other power five scholarships um what made NC State like um you know stand out from those schools and um truly separate itself uh I was looking at mostly like what type of school is this it what type of school it is and what can it do for me in the future to get me where I want to be uh and that's my goal is to potentially get into the NFL be drafted so I started looking at everybody else like okay this this team's mostly offense. This team runs this type of defense. You know, they do this and that. But, you know, NC State kind of runs. They run a 3-4. And we run 3-4. We run a, you know, 4-3. But, you know, I'm used to, you know, seeing a 3-4 most, uh, most of the time. So, it and their defense is really good. So, and they're, and Coach Wallace is good at putting defensive linemen in the league. So, when I seen all this and putting the stats together, like, NC State is the best fit for me. Awesome. And um, I guess just, uh, you know, do, do you have any, like, message for NC State fans, folks who maybe haven't seen you play, haven't seen your highlights? Um, what are they getting out of in Justin as a person and a player when um, you arrive in Raleigh this summer? Oh, well, you see me, you're going to get a kind-hearted, kind-hearted soul, you know, very polite, you know, see me in public. But when you see me on the field, very aggressive, you know, I'm a storm, can't stop me. So, yeah, simple as that. Awesome. All right, Justin, I won't keep you any longer, but um, I really appreciate your time, and uh, happy birthday. Enjoy the day. Of course. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. You too. Bye. All right, folks, we are almost towards the tail end of our show here. We have two guests remaining, and um, we're going to bring our next guest up right now is three-star wide receiver signee, Christian Zachary, um, fresh off of a explosive performance in the Shrine Bowl. Christian, how's it going? Uh, it's going pretty good. How are you? I'm doing well. How was your signing day? Uh, it was pretty good. Had a, a lot of family come down, celebrate. It was pretty. It was pretty fun. Awesome. Glad to hear it. Um, just kind of, how are you feeling? What are the emotions right now? Now that it's official, like you know, 100% where you're gonna go to college. I'm just ready to uh, get there, get to work. That's all. Just ready to uh, hit the hit the road going. Definitely. And um, did you get to talk much with the coaches today? Um, a- after things, you know, you made things official. 
No, not really. This morning I did talk to Coach Joker though. I talked to Coach okay. Joker as I was signing uh, electronically. I was as I was doing that. I was talking to Coach Joker, so I got, I got to speak to him today. This morning. Awesome. Well, what's the connection like between you two these days? That's great, man. He's like <laughs> uh, Coach Joker is great. He's a great guy, funny guy, He's somebody you would love to be around. He brings the best out of everyone that's around him. Awesome. And um, what makes you the most excited right now? What, what, what makes you excited about um, getting to Raleigh soon and uh, starting your college career? Um, getting to work with all, all the new resources I'm going to have. I'm, I'm basically going to have somebody just waiting on me to say, hey, let's go to the field, let's get some work in. Or I can go to one of the strength and conditioning coaches and tell them what I need to loosen up more, like my hamstring or, or, or my groin or my hips. So I'm just excited and ecstatic to be around all these new resources that is just waiting for me to ask to get better. Definitely. What are you going to be working on? What do you, what do you, what is your focus for, um, you know, the, you know, winter workouts, spring practice, cause you're enrolling early, right? Yes, sir. So you'll be there in January. What, what's your goal for that? Um, you know, that first six months on campus before, uh, you know, your freshman season. Uh, definitely getting, Way more loose. I feel like that's holding me back, my, my holding my speed back a little bit, loosening up my legs, my hips, my hamstrings, my groins, my quads, and just to get more explosive, come explosive off the line, more explosive attacking the ball, things of that nature. Yeah, and um, so you spent the you know last week at it at the Shrine Bowl as part of the South Carolina squad, and um, it, it looked like it was a you know pretty outstanding performance for you throughout the entire week there. Um, I was there to watch a couple of days of practice and then um, I watched the game on DV and um, you had the big touchdown. Just what, what was that experience like being down there for a week and, um, you know, getting to compete with some of the you know top players from the Carolinas? Um, it was great. I, I was just glad I was able to prove that being from a little one a school doesn't mean anything. I still have the talent. I still have the mindset just to, uh, kill anybody that's in my way. And I, I felt like I was able to prove that last week. So it, it was a great experience. It was really my first time being on a competitive team, a team that was just driven and ready to win, surrounded by – I was surrounded by a, a, a great group of players that had one goal in mind, and that was just to win. And, um, you know, you uh, – was it gratifying at all to, you know, go up against those other, like, you know, power five defensive backs and, you know, still have a lot of success to – just how did that make you feel? I, I just knew I just knew I had it in me. I mean, yeah. it's, it's what I've been is what I've been working for. It's what I've been working towards. It's, it just goes to show all those days of hard work. It wasn't for nothing. I mean, I knew I belonged. Other people may may not have known that, but I'm pretty sure after that game, they could see pretty clear that this is where I belong. Absolutely, and um, I guess just I'm going to ask you to do a little self scouting here. Um, how would you describe your strengths on the football field? What do you think you do extremely well? Um, my speed and my uh, and my size. I have. I feel like I have pretty good speed at my size. I still be beating corners, and I can go attack the ball. So being fast and being able to attack the ball is just a, a, a very big deep threat that I can just provide at NC State, and I see that's that's kind of what. Uh, we, we need and what, what they're looking for. And I just can't wait to bring that to the table. Cool. 
And um, obviously when you visited NC State for the first time, you were committed elsewhere and you came back to campus again and um, en ended up deciding to um, go to NC State. Uh, at what point did you know, like, okay, um, this isn't just a school I'm visiting. This is a school I want to call home. Um, it kind of it kind of hit me the first the first visit, but I was still on UVA. I still like after after my first visit to NC State, I still had in my mind that I was going to UVA. Mm -hmm. But it was until I went on my official visit, and I just got to be in the game atmosphere of NC State. Um. The guys before the game, they're just, they're just you could just feel it. Like, they're hungry. They want to win. Um, and the atmosphere after the game, even though they lost, I seen I seen guys shed in tears. Like, that, that, that meant a lot because that tells me how much the game really means to them. And I just want to surround myself in in the, in the atmosphere like that. Like, just a group of guys that, that wants it. Absolutely. And, and now you've been committed for a little while now. Just, um, you know, how has that experience been? Just, uh, you know, being a part of the class, maybe doing a little bit of recruiting for the pack and, um, you know, as assembling what has turned into a, a, a pretty awesome class. It's, it's, it's been it's been great. It's been great, especially being able to bond with, with some of them uh, last week, like like me and Tank. Um, it, it, it was great. It was great. Definitely. And um, I wanted to ask about um, Keenan Jackson flipping today because I talked to him earlier and um, he said y'all knew each other from like um, like middle school, like seven on seven tournaments. Um, just uh, uh, when did you find out he was flipping and um, what was kind of your reaction to that? I found out when he did it. <laughs> I seen the <laughs> post on Instagram. I was like, wow, that was very unexpected. I did not see that coming at all. But yeah, me and uh, Keenan, we used to go at it. It was it was really right. It was in seven oh seven. He played for the Carolina Stars. I played for the seven oh seven Outlaws. So um, yeah, that 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 was that was pretty crazy. Now I know, I know, NC State fans and coaches are excited to have him because he's also a phenomenal player. I've played against him, so yeah, I've seen what he can do. He's he's a great player. Yeah, well, are, are, how excited are you to kind of team up with all of these guys? Because um. You know this wide receiver class. It's you know five like pretty elite guys that are going to come in and um, all you know compete to make that instant impact. Uh, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. I've never been. I've never been anywhere other than last week. I've never been anywhere where, where I really had to compete for my spot, and I just can't wait because I, I just know it's going to be an amazing atmosphere. Like everybody's just, just hungry and they're just ready to go at it. It's, it's very exciting to know that I'm about to be a part of that for the next four years of my life. Definitely. Do, do you know when you're um you're headed down to Raleigh yet? Yes, sir. I'm headed down actually on my birthday, January fourth. Awesome. Uh, that's exciting. And um, yeah. uh, when you when you've been there in the past and you've gone to NC State, I, I guess a few times now, right? Because you went up for a a game day after you committed or two, right? Yes, sir. Um, is there anything about the school that um, surprised you in a good way? Um, any pleasant surprises that uh, made you, you know, happy with your decision to come to join the Wolfpack? The biggest surprise was definitely the fans and the, and the atmosphere of the game. Goodness, those those, those fans are something else, and I, I I I start to love them. Like it's it's just amazing how much they're into the game, into the players how much they appreciate the players. 
it's, it's just a great feeling. Me just being the commit, I was getting a lot of love from the fans, a lot of love. So it, it, it was great. That That's really one of the biggest things that, that stood out to me after I committed, going to the games. It was pretty good. Awesome. And um, one more question to wrap up. What are your personal goals for um, yourself and the team um, for your freshman season? Glad you asked that. My, my, my personal goal, I got two main goals. Um, my first one is to make the traveling team. That's my first goal. And my second goal is, of course, if I make the traveling team, I'll be playing on TV. <laughs> those are my main two goals. So for me to accomplish those, I just got to I just gotta get to NC State immediately and get ready to work. Don't be afraid to ask for the work. Just, just go at it. Awesome. All right. Well, Christian, thank you so much for um, joining the show and um, taking time out of your signing day. Uh, congrats again, and uh, you know, good luck with the move. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. You too. All right, folks. Our final guest of the day is going to be a familiar face for a lot of you. Um, he is my old boss. Um, he was the editor of the Wolfpacker for more than a decade, I believe 20 years, actually. So um, we're going to bring him on here to just kind of um, you know wrap things up, um, take a big picture look at this class, because he's a heck of a lot more qualified to do that than me. Um, Matt Carter, welcome to welcome back to the Wolfpacker show. How's it going? Hey, you're, you're well qualified now, Ethan. I, I've been following. I, I, I have not left the site. I've been following. It's been it's been a lot of fun to follow as a fan and see you and you and Noah working your, your butts off to get all these scoops and follow the transfer portal and, and not missing it for one second. <laughs> so, uh, well, but it's well, fun. Well, it's, it's your fir- this has been your first signing data, you know, follow it as a fan and, and like forever. So just um, what was that experience like for you? Um, you know, kind of being able to take, take a look at the class from sort of like a removed perspective. Yeah, yeah, it was great. I remember text, I was texting you last night, Keenan Jackson. Like, I think we all, you know, and <laughs> um, it's just fun. It, it, you know, it, it felt like Chinese Day of old, kind of like, oh, we have drama, we have curiosity, and I do have a day job now. That's nice, but so I can't spend too much time doing day day job hours following what's going <laughs> on. But yeah, I'm peeking at like noon. Yeah, I did did. Cedric Bailey, or I guess he goes by CJ Bailey. Um, did he actually sign? Did, did he he yeah, he yeah, yeah. And I'm, I, you know, it, it's it's crazy. It's been a great class, though. I mean, obviously, I'm familiar with with the class. I kept up with it. I covered a lot of it before leaving, and it's mind boggling to me that they had zero decommitments. Which I yeah. can't remember the last time they had zero decommit, uh, decommitments and. They get the high level class. I don't know where it's it's rating, but it, this class feels a lot like 2014 for NC State and 2018 and 2019. And if you go back and look at where NC State excelled uh, on the field, you can trace a lot of the roots back to those recruiting classes that really panned out and really hit and really provided that core of, of some really really good football teams. And this this class kind of feels like it's in that type of mode. 
Yeah, no, that, that's a really interesting perspective to hear on it because, um, and then you take that, I agree. It's, it's a really good class. I think it's um, ranked 30th right now and then fifth in the ACC, which you know, that, that's a good class. That's a, that's a very good class for NC State. Yeah. And um, it puts you in a position now where you take that prep group, then you're also bringing in um, a top 10 transfer portal class. Right. Um, what have you seen from like um, those guys from the amount you've been able to follow? Um, I know Wesley Grimes is a recruitment you covered. Mm-hmm. Um, so just seeing like, you know, and on top of, you know, keep re- retaining all of their good prep players, they're bringing in a really good transfer group. Yeah. I mean, that's, and it's needed, right? I mean, offense, it was fun to watch the offense evolve and, the last few weeks of the season, it started to seem like it really clicked. But I think it's, it's still right to look back and say, well, we can't just hope that we get that that carries over. I mean, you needed new pieces on the offense, especially because you're losing a lot of crucial components of that offense. And, you know, they have sort of plugged the holes and you can say quite possibly upgraded in some of these situations, if not, you know, Filled the gap, you know, filled filled in the hole. So, you know, it's an exciting time to be an NC State fan. There's still some stuff that they, I would think, they probably still have to work on a little bit, mainly depth on the defensive line and Mm -hmm. in the secondary. You know, we still got to wait and see what some of these guys like Davin Van and 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 the two corners are going to do. But offensively, you can see it. There's a vision, right? You can see on paper a picture of. This could be really fun offensively next year. I mean, we got some proven pieces coming in. We got some proven guys coming back. The offensive line comes back and mostly intact. And we saw some of that creativity running wild towards the latter half of the year. This could be a lot of fun. It's almost to a point where you look at the receiver and like, you know, flex Y and tight end rooms, and you're almost like, how is everyone going to get enough touches? If if everyone plays up to like their um, potential, I mean it's a it's a really talented group. Um, like you you bring in a guy like Justin Jaloy who's going to come in at in that flex Y spot, and and I think um, him and uh, Juice Vereen, um, so he he would take a leap as a true sophomore. He's someone that you know Matt we we covered we covered his recruitment in person. I've always been super high on him as a player, so um, excited to see what he does in his sophomore year, and. <laughs> Then you have two guys that could maybe fill that um, role that Robert and I really likes to fill with his tight ends where um, he, he's had tight ends that have gone for like 900 yards and 10 touchdowns. Right. Yeah. So you add that to the offense and on top of just like improved receiver play, it's like, what is it going to look like? It, it, it could be something pretty special. Then you throw in Jordan Waters. Yeah, exactly. We didn't even mention all ACC running back. <laughs> so, I mean, just on paper, the skill pieces, I mean, you're still counting that Jolie translates, right? That it, it carries uh-huh. over from UConn to NC State. You're, you're, you're counting on Drew Perrine taking a step forward. You're counting on Wesley Grind taking a step forward while also being in a new offense. So, yeah. You have to guard against just thinking it's a sure thing, but yeah, you can see it. I mean, and you're right; it is a it's a wonderful problem to have. Uh, it beats the other problem that NC State had for quite a bit this year of who else besides KC Concepcion can get the football and make a play. I mean, I was legitimately concerned for 
what would happen if Casey Concepcion got hurt for that offense? Now that might not be as significant a concern if all these pieces come together. But, you know, Robin and I makes a heck of a lot of money. So that, that's his job to figure out how all those pieces get the football. And, and it, it's the fan's job to complain about how he's not getting it to them enough or involved enough <laughs> or whatever. So that, that's how it works. Awesome. And um, I know you haven't been able to follow it super closely, but from this prep class, there's a few familiar names for um, both of us in there, like, you know, a Jonathan Paylor, a Keenan Jackson. Is there anyone that, um, you know, when you were evaluating these guys as juniors um, that you're excited about that I'm really excited that um, NC State landed? Yeah, when I look at those receivers, obviously, I mean, the, the guest that preceded me, Kristen Jackery, I mean, it would be an honor for receiver recruiting had been something that needed to be upgraded at NC State. I mean, they've had every now and then they, they've, they've gotten a good one, but uh, that's a lot of why Joker Phillips was, was signed on to be the coaching receivers was kind of upgrade the talent in that room. And, you know, and, and years past, we would be doing cartwheels about Kristen Jackery coming to NC State where he's just part of a, a one of five this year and it's such a deep group of receivers um and those in-state receivers where jonathan paylor has been on on the radar since he was a freshman in high school mm-hmm. and and terrell anderson and keenan jackson who you know i remember back in the summer they were raving about keenan jackson that was there yeah. i mean that when all of those guys visited jordan ship and paylor and anderson and Yeah, and you talk to them. They talked an awful lot back then about Keenan Jackson, which was sort of you know that just stuck in my head the last twenty four hours. It it made total sense to me because that was the one day it was from the way he handled himself on the official visit. I gathered and the way he played in the seven on seven, and I think he's the one that they thought the guy we really want this, this this guy and. To be able yeah. to get, you know, that's what stands out to me. This is the type of receiving class that NC State has not had in a in a long, maybe I've done it 20 years. I don't know if I've seen a receiving class like this at NC State. Uh, and you touched on, like, how much they, uh, I think, valued uh, Keenan Jackson as a prospect because – you know, Doran told us today, he was like, after that seven on seven um, mm-hmm. tournament, he, he told his staff, he was like, this is someone like, we have to get someone like Keenan Jackson. And, and you know, just talking to him, I, I, I don't know if you ever interviewed him, but um, just seems like a great kid. It seems like me- mentality wise is like just going to be perfect fit for Wolfpack football. Um, like I, I talked to him today and he was just talking about how, um, you know, part of the things something he likes about NC State is just how tough they play. And like, you know, that's, you know, that's a third of um, NC State's mantra. So I think. Oh, no, 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 what you said about him was he, he wasn't a flashy guy. Mm-hmm. Right? And, he, and they, they just really felt like after that visit, they put the guy, I mean, they understood at the time that UNC would perceived to be the heavy favorite. Um, so, uh, but you could, you, the, the, the sources I were talking with were saying at the time that, this guy really fits. Like he really, we could tell he would really fit well at NC State. Like he would be really a good fit for the culture 
of the program. And, um, and I, I, you know, throw on that Jonathan Paylor and, and Terrell Anderson are elite level recruits and, and Jamar Boston catching the winning touchdown in a state yeah. championship game and Kristen Jackery going deep with a bomb in the Shrine Bowl. And with the former Virginia commit, I mean, that's, that's a, you know, Joker Phillips owned his shot. <laughs> he owned the payday. Yeah. No, it's it's yeah. going to be cool. Yeah. I'm really excited about it. Yeah. But a question is do they go out and get another receiver? Um, I think if the right name emerged, they would um, look into it. But um, Dante Lee's someone to watch. Um, he's down to uh, um, it's NC State, Liberty, and UConn, I believe. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I don't really have that much insight into his um, recruitment. I, he messaged me on Twitter that it was a good visit and um, said it, you know, felt like home and stuff like that. But um, so he, he's committing on Christmas. So we'll see. Um, if they choose to go with him, he, he suddenly has three years of eligibility remaining. So that's why I don't miss the job. Cause now I just, <laughs> I'm spending Christmas with my daughter and not following a, a, a recruiting decision, but uh, I'll let you handle that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, sorry to bore the listeners real quick. Um, Cause this is like in, a little insider baseball, but um. Matt, we also had um, – today was a magazine deadline and a newsletter day. So um, all of that on top of signing day. So, yeah, I don't think you – yeah, not this missing This is the uh, Where Are They Now magazine? Yes. Uh, yeah, that, that's like the hardest magazine to put together too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and if you listen to this, go get a copy of The Wolfpacker. Our January issue will be out um, quite soon. But um, all need, right. I need to get on the mailer list. <laughs> not on the mailing list, man. Come on. Yeah. I need to talk to Stu about that. Put a put a note in for me. <laughs> Will do. Yeah. All right. Matt, thank you so much for coming on the show. I, I have to wrap things up here because um I'm covering the women's basketball game in six minutes. So um <laughs> I will um um say goodbye here and uh yeah, thank you so much again. It was great to see you. Real serious though. You you and Noah killed it. And I hope all the subscribers appreciated it. I, I could tell they were appreciated. I'm still on the board. I know I haven't posted a whole lot, but I'm still on the board. And um, you guys have done a much better job than I ever would have done with this recruiting class. So awesome job by the two of you. And, I, and I'm sure all the subscribers and message board posters appreciated it. But I'll speak on their behalf and say uh, thanks for everything. Awesome. Well, th- thanks, Matt. That means a lot. So, all right, now get back to work. All right, see you later, man. All right, see ya. All right, folks, that's our show. Um, this was our first ever live show since I joined the Wolfpacker. So thank you all for um, watching. I, I really appreciate it. It means a lot. Um, there will be a recording if you want to go back and watch any of the individual interviews. I think we're planning on clipping them and um, packaging them individually. So if you want to hear, um, if you miss Jonathan Taylor, miss Duke Scott, Go back and listen to them. That'll be available on our YouTube channel. Um, and yeah, just thanks again. Really appreciate it. And uh, there, there's a lot to be excited about right now. It is a really exciting time to be an NC State football fan. And, um, you know, there's been a lot of off the field excitement this week. And then next week, you, you get a chance for a 10th win. And that's going to be awesome. And Noah and I will be back on the Wolfpacker show. We'll be on the Wolfpacker.com to preview it all. And um, we hope you'll continue to follow along with, with us throughout all of that. Um, All right. Thank you all. And uh, have a good night.
Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Fanduel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York.